Hello and welcome to the 62nd or whatever episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast. My name is Jan Gustafsson. As we are registering this, as Laurent would say, the quarterfinals of the FIDE World Cup are running. Gukesh versus Carlsen, Vidit versus Abasov, Dominguez versus Karana, and Pragnanda versus Ergaisi. Laurent, a lot of chess action. Where to start? Yeah, I'm, I'm following a lot of action. I mean, mainly the, the, the World Cup, obviously. Uh, this Gukesh Carlsen match is very exciting. Actually, it's what Magnus wanted. He wants to play against the new generation. He gets it. So um, we will uh, we'll find out. Uh, I expect this to be a very tense match, as many people I would like to see tiebacks, because these are the most exciting and yeah, um, like against Skyma, it was a very exciting match. So uh, we will see. But yeah, definitely, I think this is a big, big matchup of the of the day, and people start to play for candidates' spot as uh, Magnus is already qualified, probably not playing. So it means that the winner of the quarterfinals will all all make it, uh, most likely. I mean, you have to be really unlucky not to make it at that point if you win that match. Peter, are you also hoping for tie breaks in Gukesh versus Carlson? I mean, if I could choose, I would rather have Magnus one in regular games. So, I mean, I'm not against tie breaks, but uh, I'm brought up with the wishy school that, uh, well, tie breaks is something that happens and then you play for play them. It's not something you should particularly aim or hope for in that sense. Or you're asking me as a chess fan if I want to have tie breaks. I thought you were asking me as a employee who would like to have success for his boss, right? Or I don't know what, you why. Can you can answer pick. in whatever function you, you choose. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe you just have to ask something. Yeah, yeah, in a way. But, uh, I don't know. Mainly, I'm just relieved. My my kid, uh, oldest kid turned nine yesterday. And while chess is stressful, of course, kids' uh, birthdays is a completely different league, right? I mean, it feels like everything can go wrong and stuff like that. But nine, I keep hoping it's going to get better once they reach nine. Isn't that more or less under control? Maybe. Well, I also have a five-year-old. And of course, you're afraid that, you know, I mean, that he doesn't start crying too much when the older one gets presents and he doesn't get uh, as many himself for compensation. And uh, it, it, it is complicated. There is no doubt about that. And it feels a bit like chess preparation. Of course, ideally, you would like to do it well. But if it doesn't collapse fully, you already, you know, think that that was a pretty good thing. Good, good, good outcome as I see it in a way. So you wow. mean that uh, Magnus getting caught in the in the London system is okay, huh? I'm still the jury is out uh, in in a way. I mean, but again, I should not reveal if we are in book or not. But as Magnus has started thinking here, uh, maybe maybe it gives away a hint. As he says, yeah, the time situation. Time is, time is a good. tells a lot. Oh, it's been a busy morning. I had to. After all, do some prep for Magnus, then drive my you know sister to the to the airport for like three hours, and then rush to get to, to you guys to do podcasts. So you don't there. have time to play golf. No, no, but yeah. that's why we are recording early, so I can do that afterwards. Uh, ah, so, okay. No, no, don't worry. Well, yeah, I've been yeah. away from the courses for a while, but as you have probably noticed, Magnus started playing quite some golf. Yeah. He's posting about it on social media, and uh, you know. So I mean, I think he's looking forward to a rest day if he gets one more. Hopefully not too many, but uh, one only. So we'll see. But he's he's posting golf pictures from his uh, rest days, as far as I see. Although on some social media, I'm not on, so I don't know. It's probably a 
one with pictures. It's called Instagram, right? Uh -huh. Not familiar. His Magnus, uh, he's off Snapchat. I thought that was the way he communicated <laughs> with the rest of the world. It was at some point, yeah. But uh, I mean, isn't that sort of just with the with your friends, your, your closest in a way? I mean, if you want to communicate to to millions as a rock star, then you, your Snapchat is not really the way to do it, is it? Or You can post story as well. I'm the expert on uh, new, new, new stuff. I have Magnus on, on Snapchat actually. You are much younger than us, so it's natural you would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Technology. Yeah, so you can post, uh, but yeah, no people they cannot. No, no. I mean to communicate with. I thought Snapchat was like you send someone something and then it disappears after. So yeah, time. exactly. That's yeah, the yeah. point. Yeah. No. No evidence left. No, no, so, yeah. <laughs> This is a great new category. Next episode, Peter will explain TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. No, at some point I thought I could send, you know, Snapchat preparation to Magnus so that, well, you know, he gets the idea, but he doesn't get to waste too much time on it, right? But uh, I never really got to, to finesse these things. It's not so. a bad, not a bad thought. So let's do predictions because we're experts at predictions, everyone. We say we'll do well in this World Cup, usually gets kicked out. Even before the episode is out. Speak for yourself. Gukesh versus Carlson. Um, okay, first of all, I have, I have a statistic. I, I want oh, to nice, show nice. That, that I walked because I was thinking before the show how many tie breaks they played and so on. And actually, six people. I mean, I thought someone. Actually, I thought Kawana didn't play a single tie break, but he did against Yilmaz. So it's it's funny that uh, six of, of the eight guys played one tie bike only and two of them played uh, three tie bikes so can you i mean you, you will find uh, that will be easy to to find and actually the, the guys uh, it's abazov and uh, and vidi to played three tie bikes and they are playing together so so uh, there was a quiz but you gave the answer instantly yeah, I also... <laughs> yeah but you you could i mean it was easy for you no i don't know we were, we were never yeah you <laughs> never guess yeah you're not uh... yeah so no it's funny that uh, Uh, actually, when you don't play, okay, you have to be good, and also uh, it's nice to have three days. I mean, you have more chances to to advance, as we predicted in the in the start. That the more tie breaks you play, the tougher it gets. But if you play a tie break every round, you're okay, no? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true as well. So let's do predictions. Yeah, sure. Gukesh Carlson. Gukesh is impressive. Magnus is Magnus. I don't know. Peter Peter would say 80-20 for Magnus, no? <clears throat> Maybe 85, but yes. Wow. Like 85, yeah. Wow. No, I would say uh, same than 75. 75. Yeah, I'm also leaning there. We can see the first seven moves. I'm not sure they mean much. Oh, the we'll get some really French structure where white will be better, but yeah. Magnus probably happy with it. I mean, we will never know. I mean, well, I once I spoke with a, a betting guy who worked for a company. He said, actually, it's extremely important for them who make odds to have someone who can differentiate between 15 or 25 percent. But mm -hmm. for all kinds of predictions, I mean, we will never know, right? I mean, there will only be this one Magnus uh, match against Gukesh. It's uh, extremely hard in a way. I mean, well, for instance, uh, I was claiming Magnus had 90 percent chance against Gukesh, uh, sorry, against Kema. Do that strike you as right or wrong based on the match? It's wrong. Well, Kaimer was one move away from ending the match, no? So that's that alone should be better than a one in ten chance. You can argue that. On the other hand, I would say that Magnus made two 
humongous blunders in classical chess, and uh, he even he managed to qualify anyway. Normally, he would not make that many blunders. It, it becomes very weird to have these discussions. Yeah, this. no, of I course. Mean, basically, how could the match get better than this from Kamer's perspective? Take the pawn on e4. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Um, no, it's always a problem in chess. You have this small, simple size theater because people only play each other once at that uh, very point of their life's career strength. So, yeah, we just end up making up stuff. But it certainly felt a lot closer than 1910, that Keimer versus Carlson match. Shout out to Vinny. Didn't quite get there. But once again, he showed that he can play. Even even with Magnus now, where he had a devastating score, collapse there. Also impressive by Magnus that, yeah, on demand, he just grinds out this type of endgame. Of course, Keimer, Keimer maybe helped, but uh, I mean... But in Tabax as well, he, he played he played very very decent chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, tough uh, yeah, tough fight for for Magnus. So yeah, definitely more than in I my mean, opinion. Magnus Tybrex was also a bit uh, weird. I mean, he actually blundered uh, two, I would say, very winning endings in the first two games into a draw. Yeah, but that was not that easy, I thought. Not such easy. Not horribly difficult either, in a way. But um, it was not particularly good signs for Magnus, I would say. But, uh, yeah, let's tough. see. Hopefully, it gets better. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's still in it. Let's see mm-hmm. how this match goes. Then we have the big match for Laurent Vidit versus Abasov. Vidit eliminated Nepomneshi in another exciting tiebreak yesterday. Yeah. And Abasov, whom has he beaten now? He's beaten Laurent Frassinet. Anish Peter and Salem. And Salem. 2-0 in the in last a row. classical. Yeah. Is that the most impressive run from an outsider since Mind Games 2012? That's my <laughs> No, I mean, that's very impressive because the guy, as we can see now, is winning 30, I think, points since uh, he was paired against me. <laughs> I got this very unlucky paying and he's... It seems he has a form of his life. He's confident. He's very good in this type of playing fast while making very few mistakes. And yeah, beating, I mean, beating Peter and uh, Guy was very, very impressive. Also, I mean, I agree with Peter that coming back, I mean, like he, he, he was. Uh, he was. He lost the first rapid game in the tiebreak and then he came back. Against Giri playing G4 H4 in this Queen's Gambit, that was incredibly impressive. And now, it's... and one of them uh, will most likely qualify for the candidates. And it's for for Vidit, it's a surprise. For I mean, like if Abazov qualifies, and it's just a shocker, I would say. I mean, you don't expect this kind of guys uh, qualifying for the candidates. But what do we think about Abasov? Is it just someone who is performing massively over his uh, level uh, in this tournament, or is he heavily underrated? I, actually, I, I spent some time, quite, I spent quite a lot of time actually preparing against him, and I saw from his games that, in my opinion, he was very unstable. So he could play very well, or could play quite poorly. I mean, for his standards. So I guess he can reach. Uh, I mean. With what he's showing, if he, if he's a bit more stable, why not? I mean, he could reach twenty seven hundred one day, but for candidates level, it seems 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's unrealistic. Uh, he will be close to 50% of the candidates if he's playing that. But I don't know. I mean, it keeps surprising us. So, But, but we would see him as a quite more sensational qualifier than Alexanko. Alexanko got there by a wild card to some extent, but even so. I mean, despite what we have seen here, you don't rate him as someone in that league. No. No, because, okay, it's just too small. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, his top, his peak rating before that was twenty six seventy. So yeah. Jan believes in rating, of course, right? So. Yeah. Also, what he did is very impressive. But the matches were drawn one one no against Laurent, Giri, and Swidler, which yeah. is good results, but it's not unobtainable, I would say. No, no, yeah. no. Especially I generally agree with you guys. I mean, uh, I, I like the guy. I know him mainly for some tournaments in. Uh, in Shamkir years back, where he would play the B group and be, you know, a rather talented Azeri player, but of course not in the leagues of, uh, well, their 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 main guys playing the A group, uh, Ratya Mamedyarov and probably also Gusainov, right? Um, so uh, yeah, no, it's interesting, but of course uh, we will see. But it also means that we are still rating Vidit as a you know considerable favorite in this match, seventy thirty or. Yeah, but look at the, I mean, like, we are, we are cheating a little bit because we are already 40 minutes into the game. It's, it's uh, some kind of fossilly move, a bit weird, and he's still blitzing out all his, all his moves. So I guess he's not bluffing at all. He was very well prepared. So maybe he also did some, it seems to me, from his games, uh, that he's, he did some, some serious work. Uh, I don't know if it was right before the World Cup or since a few months, but... Uh, clearly, his level of prep is completely different from what I saw from his games. And now, now I mean, like, it's clear prep because it's quint I, cannot, I cannot even understand. When you say it's a bit weird, you're just being ignorant or you're trying to troll me? That what? I mean, this is the... It's this Rosolimi from the Anand-Gelfand uh, match that sort of... Ah. Uh, I was quite proud of our preparation there and uh, I mean it was the one that Anand won in the tiebreaks against Gelfand with this uh... they are still following the game no no not at all ah, okay sort of, uh, yeah. so he knows more than that I mean like okay he's... from his games from what I could see was not that well prepared mm -hmm. but, uh, in Rose defense he was busy with other stuff in 2012 it <laughs> 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 uh, took a while sorry yeah yeah okay That's uh, yeah fair enough <laughs> But no, I would think Vidit is a substantial favorite, but Vidit also quite heavily depends on his opening prep. He's incredibly well prepared, so if Abasov can neutralize him there, then it could be a close match, and we've seen what he can do in tiebreaks. But yeah, of course, if I had to pick now, I'm still picking Vidit. No, Vidit, uh, yeah, for sure, because also in tiebreaks, okay, Abasov was very impressive, obviously, but Vidit as, as well, I mean, against... Uh, I, I, saw, I saw his match yesterday against Nepo, Played so I mean, well, also in this draws yeah. enough games, super precise, not backing down. And also, that. I mean, like Nepo is playing his typical style, you know, putting a lot of pressure, playing a bit half bluffing, half, uh, you know, calculating. And, uh, you know, it works against most of the people. It doesn't work against Ding, against Magnus, sure. But, uh, I mean, he's not, it's not an easy guy to, to, to beat and he did it very convincingly, actually. So... I think we might have underestimated Vidit ever since that Vidit versus Peter Heine blitz match. I, Peter I was Heine did quite okay. mention it that, you know, I remember that blitz match and I almost felt like, uh, you know, I was a stronger chess player. Well, I agree. 
results didn't indicate that. So it's probably just me who was wrong. But I thought someone I can play with. We're talking the first uh, Mr. Dutty Invitational, the prestigious Mr. People Dutty. know. You don't have to mention that. Yeah. No, fair enough. And um, But no, he's... I, he was very impressive. It, it basically felt like he just won because he was the better player, right? In in, in yeah. this encounter, I thought you know, Nepomniachtchi will be quite the favorite there, and maybe he was, but there was no chess indicating it in a way. No, know. not at all. No, I was, I no yes. For Vidit, it must be a very huge career moment. He didn't seem affected by nerves or anything like that. And also, other Indians are doing well. Meditation adds more pressure, but I mean, well. He's that close to a candidate spot. He understands that Nepomniachtchi should statistically be the much bigger hurdle than what comes next. Must be very weird for him, in a way. Ha! Ha! I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Boza. But it will be normal for him to think like that, no? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you think like that. Maybe not. I, mean, Maybe you're just... I just think you just uh, try to survive. And then when you play people who are already in quarterfinals, you think, okay. Maybe you're just like, like this, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, the guy is blitzing out uh, still on move 15. I mean, pick some weird moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bazov, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Fair enough. We'll see. Anyway, we have to talk about Karana because... So I take I take Abazov as a favorite. Wow. You guys take Vidit, yeah? Respect. That is uh, cool. I mean, yeah. he beat me. I would even beat even money just to do you a favor. <laughs> yeah, that's uh... <laughs> no, that's not Next match is Karana, and I just want to. I have to rem- uh, sort of remind you guys that I picked uh, Karana, one of the three three guys we could mention before the before when we did predictions for the tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we all had Magnus, I think. Karana is the only survivor of the, the other names we mentioned, right? Yeah, actually, it's two guys who came with seconds there, so they are taking this very seriously. I don't know. When I see people with seconds in the World Cup, I always feel like <laughs> if, if they lose early, <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. But uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm, just, I'm just nasty. But uh, Karana came with Oparin and uh, Dominguez with... With Chuchelov, while Giri came with Lamy, but then yeah, he, had to pack, <laughs> he had to pack a bit early. Uh, so, yeah, two two guys who play who are playing very impressive so far. Fabi only had a tiebreak with Yilmaz, where he was super dominating in, in, the, in the classical portion, but couldn't, couldn't make it. So, so far, it's very impressive. He beat Robson in the last, the last match, while Dominguez had... One tiebreak and vote check, but one the rest before before tiebreak. So two reasonably fresh guys. I mean, who didn't get too tired and uh, incredibly strong. Of course, Fabi is a, is a huge favorite, I would guess. Yeah, Fabi's black today is one of the few people, because Doming is also such an esteemed theoretician, who's been able to put pressure on Lenier. Normally, it's some deep battle in some Petrov or something, and Fabi... So good that he tends to come up with an idea that puts pressure. So if he makes a draw today, then he will yeah, try to end it tomorrow. And he's been, yeah, he's just been looking like peak Fabi again in this tournament. Also earlier, earlier in the year, he has, he's had some great moments already. He's, he's just still, still world-class and he didn't have a particularly good moment yet in this tournament, right? No, he looks very stable. He's playing his chess, just incredibly well prepared, precise. Then when 
he gets a chance. We should mention that they worked uh, together. Actually, Dominguez was one of his second during the 2018 match. I don't know if that's probably not, but uh, it was really uh, yeah. maybe a World Championship stuff. But uh, yeah, they know each other. Ago, I think it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not so relevant for now, but of course, they're familiar with each other. <clears throat> also, both living in St. Louis, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. For a while, you could very much see the the trails in uh, Dominguez's openings, right? That he was sort of relying on, on prep they did together for the match, uh, as far as I recall. Am I, I right? think he's just a hard worker. He just yeah, yeah, works all the time yeah. on his territory and sticks with it, like... Uh, <laughs> Berlin and Petrov in 1E4. He's just very, very well prepared. I mean... I'm always a bit surprised that Dominguez is uh, doing so well and so high-rated. That, that's amazing. He's I mean, 40. Yeah, and he's. it's not like he has that any major successes. He just seems incredibly stable. Or maybe he just had, didn't get the chance to get into the top tournaments in, in a way. No, he got a lot of invitations in, in the US. No, in the US. And, but he doesn't tilt. He never tilts. I mean, the, the guy is just amazing. He doesn't have a, a tournament where he collapsed. I mean, I, I can't remember where... Uh, if he collapsed ever, so um, yeah, I'm very impressed by 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 Rainier because he doesn't. I mean, even he was not uh, when we were young. I mean, I was playing with him. We are same generation. I mean, he was not uh, particularly. Uh, he was better than you. But... No, uh, no, actually not. And but uh, then slowly, he became uh, much better. Than me, <laughs> so that's that's bad news. But yeah, he was always very professional, very hard worker, and okay, that's just uh, more important than the talent, I would say. So you're saying you're much more gifted, but he did outwork you. I mean, if years. you if you are better when you are uh, young, I mean, you can you may think you are uh, more gifted, no? Or oh, you started earlier? Who knows? <laughs> I wouldn't think so, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, when... rating graph comparison. Yeah, let's Destiny just versus Dominguez. Please do it. <laughs> well, just so Dominguez is number one in the world. No, he's number thirteen, and you are more talented than him. So had you won? No, I, I, yeah, I didn't say that. I mean, I was in the world top junior, for instance. I don't think he was. But uh, yeah, could be on. Ah. When did he reach? Uh... Ah, now we are fat checking everything. Of course. Of course. Oh, okay, Dominguez. Uh... Rating progress chart. Let's see. Yeah. All years. That only goes back till 2003. That's not what we need to. So 2003, for instance, what was his rating? What was his 2600. rating? Yeah, I was more. I mean, like, I see his rating in 2000. In 2000, it was 2508. Okay, I was more than... I became 2600, for instance, before him. Now he's born in... 82, I think. Just for the record, I was also higher rated than Dominguez in 2003, so I'm also more talented. Yeah, but you're massively uh, older. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, we have... He's born in 83, okay. Okay, so maybe I was just older than him. <laughs> but I did reach 2600 before him. Congratulations. Oh, no, you reached 2600 above Magnus and Kayakin, but 
<laughs> no, but okay, it was not particularly. It was like he reached for the first time uh, 2700 in 2008, which means. I will give you as 25. much that, uh, well, he was good, but that he should be uh, top 13 as he is now uh, is somewhat of a yeah. choice. Uh, I mean, we can. Maybe we can sort of reach some kind of common ground, although yeah, yeah. Really. I don't particularly want that. It's just incredibly stable. No, I mean, yeah. he, I guess he had a small break because he changed durations from mm-hmm. Cuba to the US. But he's been top 15, yeah. I don't know, don't quote me, but 15, 17 years ago, no? Like, he's been around. Yeah, but now let's uh, let's see. Uh, now I, I will find a much better... Um, comparisons than uh, with me. Like He's born in 83. So 83 is... It's a year of Grichuk, Bakro, Ponomaryov. So who was who was winning? Who was in the light? I mean, like who was winning uh, World Cup in uh, 2001? Who was the youngest grandmaster in the world? It was Bakro. Uh, Grichuk was supposed to be uh, the next. Uh, was playing with Kasparov in Linares. He was supposed to be the, the next world champion. So they were they were exactly this, the same uh, year, but they were just much better than Dominguez. And suddenly, now is clearly, I mean, it's like almost 100 higher uh, rated uh, than uh, Bakro, Ponomaryov, or Gitschuk is probably still 2700, but I mean, slowly uh, going down. So, yeah, that's impressive, actually. I agree that he's very impressive. Having said that, I mean, despite his solidity, we do consider Karana a clear favorite for some reason, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Simply, you think Karana might actually be able to bust him in the opening? And even should that happen, well, Dominguez doesn't have that many weapons to threaten Karana, right? It's hard to see him winning a game. Like, he might win yeah, today exactly. and prove us prove us all wrong, but in general, yeah, he doesn't have an edge in the opening, which is normally <laughs> his biggest advantage. And Fabi is, yeah, it's just more, more dangerous, just a stronger player, which is no slight Karana. He's playing at this level, he's 2,800, and then he is, what, 2,730? So I don't think that's... No, no, shame, in, no, no shame in being worse than Karana. Yeah. It's, it's a very exactly. limited pool, isn't it? So, yeah. Just for the record, Lenier's peak rating is 2,768 in May 2014. So, yeah, he's no, not a slot. Um, anyway, moving on, we give Fabi a big edge. So, sorry, Fabi, that means you're out, most likely. So I guess I, I I would say that Fabi is even more a favorite against uh, despite the rating. If I, I I would I would more think that I think Fabi is a bigger favorite than Magnus in his match against Gukesh. But I mean slightly, I would. But I, I would more, you know. I disagree because my... <clears throat> no, my point doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but I was higher rated than Gukesh in 2003 again just to make it uh, even more useless uh, I think that well it's more than 50% that both Magnus and uh, Karana will win do you guys agree with that? I come to math. If we give them both yeah. 75%, that's uh, where we're at, right? That's 50, yeah. No, if they give them both 30%, they have... Uh, no, 75, we said. Yeah. No, then they are clear, clear, clearly above 50%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I giving Magnus uh, 85% was perhaps a bit much, but I think it's more than 75%. Anyway. Yeah. 
78. Let's go for the purely Indian encounter. The two friends, Prakrananda uh, and Erigaisi. Are they friends? Well, there was a picture yeah. of them going for a walk together uh, yesterday, despite this. So, And I think so. I mean, well, during this tournament in Dubai, we had uh, a few sort of... Well, they only played uh, one rapid game a day, right, sometimes. So Magnus had a few sort of well, casual training sessions uh, with, uh, among others, these two. And they seem very friendly and to know each other well. Yeah, no, I saw an interview of Park where he said that they're spending a lot of time together. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, no, they play table tennis, Ivan. Mm-hmm. I was not. I'm, I'm better at table tennis than uh, Prague and uh, Ergezi. Wow. <laughs> 2003 as well, <laughs> so <laughs> for a very long time. Uh, but, um, yeah, they seem to be very friendly. And, uh, and actually, uh, I think Park just said that he wanted to play anyone else, but not Ergezi, because they are very good friends, so... A bit unpleasant for for both of them to to face each other, but on the other hand, one of the two friends will make the candidates. So yeah. that's <clears throat> that's the plus side. Well, do we? Con- well, it's not a f- fully given, right? I mean, if yeah, Magnus give Magnus eighty five percent. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's basically mathematically secure that an Indian will make the candidates, right? Because uh, on if we assume that Magnus will will drop out, but um, yeah, so yeah. I guess it also means that everybody else except Gukesh is hoping for Magnus at the moment. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, including uh, Aliaza, actually. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, no, because, okay, it gives an extra spot uh, to the rating uh, uh-huh. stuff. So he's rooting for Fabi, uh, Magnus, and uh, uh, I... Nepo would have been good, but. Magnus and Fabi is really rooting. I mean, for Ali Reza, it's what's happening now. It would have been perfect if Nepo would make it as well because it would give an extra spot to the rating list. That's how you do things in the French fan club. You don't try to focus on qualifying yourself, right? You try to find the... No, but I mean, no, I'm just saying that the, one of the big winners of this World Cup is Ali Reza. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because it's, it's, if Kawana wins... Then he's, uh, he the almost search. secured his spot, his rating spot uh, uh, to the candidate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was maybe a good, a good bet not to not to play. <laughs> yeah, that's no, but I mean, like it's it's just uh, pure fact. But yeah, uh, coming back to to chess and to what we, I'm very much impressed. Uh, Can't with argue that. with pure facts. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, who's the favorite? Uh, Pag. Rack or by far. I'm, I'm, uh, Arjuna, I was not impressed lately. I don't like the way he's... Uh, yeah, no, I think Pag is much more impressive in his chess, in my opinion. Uh, recently, I mean, it was just uh, amazing. He beat yeah. Naka. Uh, he played really, really good games. While with Arjuna, it's a bit more, more shaky, you know. So that's my... That's my uh, take on that on that match. I have a recollection that I was saying on the last podcast that just because Naka is so dominant in this kind of online events, you can't sort of fully transfer that to shorter players like this. But maybe I'm just imagining what I said. But uh, I really, really thought that uh, um, like that. I mean, I also feel very impressed with Prague. When you look at the ratings, Erigaisi is somewhat higher rated. I mean, well, ratings doesn't fully lie, I guess, Jan. But you have the same feeling. You also prefer Prague for some reason, right? 
Well, so you look at the live writings, I would guess Prague is yeah. already there, no? Like, Maybe, let's see. It's felt underrated for such a long time now in classical, but yeah, I would guess in live he's there. Egg is 2712 and uh, Prague is 2720. Fair enough. Yeah. There you go. It's already I hate it. And yeah, it feels that. Um, Feed is not up to date. Yeah, now. Okay, but we will. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What's your... So everyone thinks Pug, no, Pug is a favorite? Yeah, I guess the reason I don't know. is the issue's favorite. I, I, I agree his recent results have been more impressive, including in this tournament, but especially if they're friends. Arjun is yeah, slightly older, even though he yeah maybe entered the scene or our awareness a little later. There's always some special dynamic, yeah. and I think <laughs> the Indian guys have been aware for quite a while how strong Arjun is as well. So I find it very, very hard to predict when you're playing your friends and you know each other that well, and maybe there's some exchange of information. To me, it's a very open match because Arjun's also usually very, very tough fighter. And if they more or less neutralize each other in the opening, where I think Prague should have the edge, but since they know each other so well, maybe it's not so important, then I find it find it very hard to predict. I think anything could happen. Well, we're kind of assuming that they are to some extent sharing a preparation, right, in, in general. I don't know. I think Prague just works a lot by himself, which I'm mm -hmm. not sure if you share it with, with anybody, but there, there's at least a familiarity, like they're checking yeah, yeah. each other's games. And if they go for daily walks, I'm sure there's some talking going on as well. Okay. <laughs> Sounds reasonable, but... Uh... Well, also, we expected them to play, right? Uh, sort of that they would make two draws. Uh, no, no, yeah. you can yeah. tell by the position, I think. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing, but also, it would be out of character. Trying to make conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> we well, will do that, right, Peter? That's not the point of a podcast, Peter. Yeah, fair enough. We will do that in the World Cup, Peter. Excuse me? If you, if you would play against me in the World Cup, you would be happy with a couple of draws, yeah? I'm going to take back. Generally, you would think it's hopeless anyway, and uh... I think it's wrong. Generally, and again, no, I, I generally have this belief that you have beaten me here and there, but you know, it really you know mattered at some point. I would be the favorite, but I'm not intending that we should try and fight out in any way. We first want uh, to see your match against Nakamura in Bullet, yeah, <laughs> and then we can move on. I, think there is so, yeah. a, I mean, a lot of opinions that you have about yourself that. You're very comfortable having, but you really see no need to have them verified. And this is one. Yeah. I think. Okay. Uh, no? More deep stuff. Thanks, thanks. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Prague has been incredibly impressive in, in Rapid. Maybe I'm also, I mean, I was in Dubai. He was such a beast at the junior board and he's so, so stable. You could basically rely on him, uh, you know, pulling off miracles when, when needed uh, and things like that. Maybe that just biases me, and I see him as a clear favorite, which is uh, simply not a reflection on uh, on Eric Geisy in any way. It's just Prague, but somehow, also maybe in some of these online events, I recall him knocking out uh, Geary at some point, where you just thought, no, he knocked him out because he was better, and it's like one and a half year ago, right? And um, I, I agree, he's impressive, but to look at Eric Geisy's uh, <laughs> rapid world championship, like look at the TPR and against whom he played, like he's also an absolute monster. Like, I think, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, that's what really no? event you recall, and yeah. No, but that's what I, I guess... meant. I'm only making Prague a favorite because Prague has impressed me. I'm, for some reason, Eric Geisy hasn't entered my radar, so I don't, have, I don't feel emotionally connected to his results in a way. 
Uh, and that is just feels like so you, you've had these fun days in the snow with Prague, no? Like he's your boy. Yeah, probably that when someone hits you with a snowball, you 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 can't help not to bond, right? Or sort of no. <laughs> But yeah. maybe because Ege is in, never a bit gay, no? Yeah, he not didn't? emotionally. Ah, yeah. Probably did. But Peter doesn't recall. So I, I don't know. Yeah, no, but in general, it's more stable, no? Maybe you actually make a good point. I pay attention to people beating gear. You know? so yeah, I mean, it's what you mentioned, the, the match against yeah, gear. I, I mean, yeah. from one and a half year ago, I mean, like, okay. So Abazov as well, yeah? It's better than... Yes, yes. I mean, who doesn't beat gear these days in Rapid? Oh, Great <laughs> pity we didn't get to see you. <laughs> yeah, this I was actually... It's silly a pity. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not happy about that. Trust me. No, I did start feeling tense about it, also a little bit split. That of course I would like you to, to beat Gary. On the other hand, you would probably be completely intolerable afterwards. So I don't know. I... <laughs> no, you promised. Sure. You promised before the the World Cup that you would be voting for me. And I think I would. <laughs> okay, Eric. Sorry, Gukesh. Very smash move against. That's yeah. why I think. It basically reveals that me and uh, Jan, we are looking at the engines while we are recording, and Fresh is not because uh, Google just. Need to. My <laughs> eyes. Fair enough. Fine. Uh, enough. That is, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. What okay. about all these, well, the young Indian uh, players? We feel them strong enough to be uh, a factor in a candidates tournament, or not really? Time is on their side, right? Maybe they're sure. just good enough already, in a way. It's hard to judge. Uh, Gukic is what? He's, uh, I always guess, age wrong. He just turned 17. He's 2760, and he has a year till the candidates. I wouldn't count him out. No, it would, be, yeah. it, it would be a stock you would be willing to buy if you could, right? I yeah, mean, and yeah. Prague, okay, the classical legs a little behind, but he's also been super steady, super impressive. Arjun, we just praised. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Beated is a bit older, but... <clears throat> He's also so well prepared. We know he would take it very, very seriously. I'm not sure he's a favorite to qualify, but he. It's I not. wouldn't be surprised to see Vidit score 50% or mm -hmm. close to it in yeah, the candidates. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He will be very. So it's more like it's a surprise they do it now, but it could actually be good in the sense that when the candidate happens in a year, they might simply just uh, be yeah. far strong enough to be there. Right? No, it, it could be a generation change because Gukesh, Prague, Aliaza. I'm mentioning Aliaza. I think <laughs> all uh, the time, so that would be like uh, could be three three people from the. But okay, Gukesh has the toughest uh, spot, obviously. He has I to think, win against Magnus, uh, and we will deserve hundred uh, percent his <laughs> qualification to the to the candidates if if he wins if he beats Magnus. W won't be secured actually. Uh, I mean, if he beats Magnus, by I mean, there are only three people who will go there. Also. Um, well, I think a uh, friend of the podcast and, and Danish uh, colleague of, of mine, Mr. Mr. Ogo, was mentioning that he thought we, we basically seemed only updated about Grandmasters in their 30s, while a lot of the people in, in their 20s, we didn't have a good clue about. Any truth in that? Or Are we debating teenagers, <sighs> like uh, the guys in their 20s? We've ignored because they're... They're not doing anything. It's the, the 30 year olds or the teenagers. I think that more or less gives away that I don't have a clue if I cannot even differentiate uh, as such. But uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Maybe. If he means we don't have a clue, then, then it's fine. No, that was me saying that. He didn't say that. Uh, I think. <laughs> if he means it. Yeah. I, I, 
I, I, I saw his tweet, so I know what he, he heard, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, it it is a little bit surprised that uh, I mean to call him the Indian youngsters uh, almost sounds start sounding insulting now because you are treating world elite players as some kind of group. But um it's a surprise to me that they're doing that well. Maybe I have underestimated how good they are simply than it could be. I don't know. Again, I mean, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, I said Magnus had 85% chance against Gukesh. Maybe I should lower it based on information we had the last hour, but I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. four, four Indians in the quarterfinals. That's incredibly impressive. And yeah, right now we're getting used to it at any chess tournament, frankly, no matter what the levels, to see Indians crushing it. And these are, of course, the, the creme de la creme. I'm... I'm not surprised. Like yeah. you wouldn't be surprised either if Nakamura beat Prague, of course, but that they can play with anybody. Yeah, I think at this point well, we haven't spoken about that much. It again reminds you of Vidit Nepomniachtchi, right? Prague was just a better player in that playoff. And, uh, mm -hmm. There was nothing. I mean, Nakamura cannot say he was unlucky. It was based to a blunder. Was... We'll get an answer now. <laughs> but, uh, ah. No, but it's so now Prague played earlier anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've said it before, but I think the level of respect people have for Prague and even for a while now doesn't compare to his classical rating. Like when I saw no. him play in Düsseldorf, I mean, he's just such a such a tough fighter, and he will play for a win whenever given the chance. He doesn't get nervous; he just keeps making good moves. He keeps pushing, incredibly mature, incredibly well prepared. So, yeah. No, that was also my my feeling when you're preparing for him, uh, for, for Magnus, right? I mean, normally with someone of that rating, you would at least pay some consideration that they would try to desperately play for a draw. Just don't get the impression that... No, they uh, don't do that. All of them, not, actually. Not, it's not in their, on their radar even, right? No. Not no. A sort of, no. Um, yeah. Well, of course, we don't really approve of that here in the club, but uh, yeah. Yeah. This what can you do? Immaturity, but yeah. Looks like Magnus, all right, current position after Queens got exchanged. Yeah. Um, Computer says it's still equal, but it's, uh, I mean, Gukesh has to play the better moves as far as I can see. So easier to play. Something like that. Maybe. All right. World Cup. Any of the matches from the. Final 16 that uh, we should be, be talking about? Anything that stood out for you? I mean, it was weird that uh, there were only one tiebreak. So that's what stood up for, yeah, for me. Actually. Yeah, just visit Nepomniachtchi and the, the other seven were decided in classical. And generally, you expect the, the 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 match is to be closer and closer uh, the more you advance in the competition so that was uh, pretty much all decided in the classical portion and uh, yeah this uh, this visit Nepomniachtchi uh, was uh, of course the most the most I mean the most entertaining to to watch I mean uh, Chucky was just against Magnus was the one we all uh, I mean. It's just so nice to watch uh, that, but yeah, I mean, uh, Magnus is just uh, too good, yeah, for for Chucky. Yeah, Chucky getting that far. Yeah, was an impressive uh, performance. He won uh, the previous round. He won a very long tiebreak against, I think, Sanal uh, from from Turkey, and uh, yeah. I mean, well, 
what do we know of, of Chucky? Is he preparing with modern engines and, and stuff like this? He's always been a, a mystery. And for me, it was a nice flashback that I had to help someone prepare against Chucky again. I mean, when I was working for Vichy, it happened very often. And I think at some point in, in a tournament, I wrote down 50, 15 different openings. Chucky had played against 1E4 in the last year and sent Vichy prep for all of them. And of course, played the, a 16th thing. He's extremely difficult to, to grasp in, in a lot of ways, but still has very high class. I mean, it's hard not to you know, feel some kind of enjoyment by and, doing so yeah, well. No, that. That was, did he resign in the, in the Dawn endgame? I, I think it was I, a draw, no? I think so. At least it's, no, Weeding Computer Sessa was saying it was a draw, while some of the, 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 the chess sites who has a weaker computer than Sessa seem to think white was uh, black was still winning. But I, I think I, it was a I, I actually used my brain. Wow! <laughs> and you. checked and, che and checked a bit on uh, actually on chess twenty four this weekend, and moved the pieces around, and I couldn't see a plan, and the computer was really uh, going down. So I guess even if it's a weekend engine, I guess it was a, the final position is actually a draw. Uh, yeah, I just resigned. Uh, like uh, I don't care. I mean, I'm out. <laughs> I miscalculate this pawn ending because the pawn ending is winning by tempo if you take on before for those who saw the, the end of the game uh, because before it was a very trivial draw for white but he, he just didn't care he was out oh. and that's the way you should take World Cup actually you shouldn't count your, your rating and uh, you applaud uh, the resignation <laughs> no but I mean though uh, one and a half or two zero what's, uh, there is no big difference there is no difference we spoke about five rating points Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for him and for Magnus. Yeah. Yeah, for Magnus it matters more than for Chucky. I mean, I'm not even sure actually. <laughs> yeah. What else happened? Abasov keeps cruising. Fabi won with black against Duda. In a rather convincing manner, yeah. right? That's true. Or sort of I mean well, Duda drew a complicated game with black and then had the white pieces. But um, well, Fabi just outplayed him there in a complicated game, right? I mean, maybe Duda did what he's supposed to do. He he took a sharp sh struggle with the white uh, pieces. But, I mean, it's not like uh, it, it made Karana uncomfortable or nervous in any kind of way, at least from what we can see from the moves. He just played very well. I'm also not sure that's what Duda is supposed to do in that situation. No. Duda, in general, is excellent in rapid chess, while... Mm -hmm. Fabi, I know he's good and so on, but it's uh, still considered that classical is his strongest discipline. And yeah, to get a <laughs> tough, complicated fight where you're out in that case against uh, Fabi, I'm not sure it was the right decision, but easy to say with hindsight. And but, a lot of the younger top players, they don't chi think in such chicken categories anyway. They just play. The younger players, there's not that many successful chickens, like, well, us to name some, but... Uh... It's hard to see anyone who had that kind of mentality, is there? Or, mm. no? I don't know who is going to carry the, what do you call the the torch or whatever. Where, where the chickens at? Um, didn't yeah. get well for Wesley. We need to talk about Wesley. We did on the last episode where you guys already mentioned he looked very much out of shape. And while, while I agreed, I still believed in Wesley as long as he was in the tournament. But his match against Sarana, which he lost, yeah, also didn't look like the Wesley we know. So I just hope he's okay. He, gave he, lost a, he lost as white and forced to do as, as black. Yeah, yeah, he just wanted to go home, it felt like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, 
yeah, yeah, I I don't get it. But no, yeah. uh, if you care only about equity of staying in the match, he did something wrong there. But uh, yeah, he lost actually. I mean, like now I'm checking. I mean, this cost him like 16, 18 points. Yeah, it's quite a lot for people of this uh, of that caliber. Oh, also, as Lorang yeah. is mentioning, there is well at least one rating spot, but there could be two should Magnus get to the the candidates uh, like like this, right? I mean, that's the point. Yeah, I mean, these, these things might matter. So, um, if there is two, I mean, if you look at the, the rating list, it's clearly uh, Naka and Aliaza. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, that was my point. That for Aliaza, I'm sure he's watching. I'm sure that uh, I was so confident. Our producer is writing to us that I was so confident that Aliaza would play the candidates. Yes, we are. But there um, is also some kind of rule that to get in by rating, you need to have played probably either the, the he's, World he's, Cup. He's in the list of the Grand Swiss. He has to play the Grand Swiss, yeah. But he's like supposed to play. I mean, he signed the contract, yeah. I guess. So, um, Yeah, he has very good chances to, to get in. And that would be nice. I mean, a field with Naka, Aliesa, I mean, Nepal. But also, to get one more rating spot, you need... Well, how would that actually happen? I don't get fully because even if should Magnus qualify, then the number four from this tournament would would qualify. So yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, Nepo had to win yesterday. Yeah. yeah, that was that was better. But if Kawana is in, then it gets it gives one. Uh, Some extent, uh, yeah. Still, mm -hmm. still Naka. Yeah, huh? I mean, it gives one extra spot on rating if Naka if Kawana is. Uh, yeah. Then it will uh, it will be decided between Naka and. Um, Aliaza, I don't know what is exactly the, the regulations. And it's only depend on the January list, right? So we could see some uh, wild December matches, or is there any kind of protection against that? I mean, I like, we're gonna see you against Firusha play a Paris New Year's special match or something like but that. That will cost him some some rating, so that's well, not good, no. For France, you can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know what is in those. Uh, I mean, yeah. like you're asking me, like. Uh, yeah. I know that it it was good for Aliaza if Nepo would, uh, of course, yeah, uh, that that much make uh, it. Yes. Yeah, I'm just counting how often Laurent says Aliaza while we're talking about the World Cup, where Aliaza is not playing. I think <laughs> yeah. it's uh, around 14 times at this oh, point. Well, if he so could only name one big, big winner from this tournament, it would ah, be Aliaza. Really Ali of yeah, course. No, I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, if you can. I mean, it's fantastic to stay at home, you know, you're in so Paris. last Olympiad. Uh, when I think of the last Olympiad, I also think of Ali Reza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's not... Yeah, that was... Uh, of course, a pity it didn't come. But no, that's really fantastic. I mean, you stay at home and you get qualified. I mean, you get to spend time in Paris. That's, that's class. That's not, <laughs> he's not fully qualified yet. But, uh, no, no. No, of course. Well, okay. Yeah. So nothing else comes to mind from the previous rounds, I guess. I oh, guess. we've spoken about a lot of the stuff. That's all there is. I'm thinking. Any other of our dear friends that didn't make it? Many of them. No, Abasov. Abasov took out everybody. Yeah, exactly. Svidler took out Jordan, then got taken out by Abasov. Giri, of course, Laurent's pass got blocked. How the the how did the French do? Like the non Ali Reza participants, Jules. 
um yes sorry i i, lo I lost you for, for for a moment so so what are you <laughs> Jules, I'm asking I mean, about your french friends uh, Jules <laughs> and maxime and bacro uh, he, he had the best friend we were supposed to play in quarterfinals but he lost to vidit and i lost to avazov uh, if some viewer didn't uh, understand it so we it's basically a french championship happening uh, in quarterfinals vidit avazov uh which I will yeah, go so, to the real one tomorrow. Actually. So people had to get out of the World Cup to make it to the French Championship. Exactly. But Baco is not playing. He's playing in Dusseldorf. He prefers your, of course, of course. your, your very official World Team Championship. How is it? It's I World, think so. Uh, well, to rapid team championship, I don't know. But Bacro, I think they're the under-8 world champion on their under-2000 board. They're taking yeah. it very seriously. Yeah, you told me that he was not allowed to play, but it seems... No, 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 there was uh, somebody else, or I don't know, I heard some rumors. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, he's... I uh, this kid. He's very strong, of course, uh, that's how I spent my time. I mean, he's I very gave, impressive, that kid. I gave him some 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 lessons, actually. Yeah, yeah, so, it's cool. uh, I know he's, he's, he's not 2000, no. Uh, no, no, he's huge much stronger. Yeah, no, he's 2200, <coughs> more, more in that region. Okay, depends, of course, he's very young, and uh, he can go... Either way, but generally, yeah, it's much more dangerous. And uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, we will find out who, who's who, who is the amateur and the other teams. I, I didn't check it out, but uh, I expect him to do a lot of points. Yeah, to score a lot of yeah. points. Yeah, yeah. Linz, very strong team. We'll find out, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, who's playing in the French Championship? Who are the favorites? Jules, you? Ali Reza. Ali Reza's playing? No, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, so Jules, uh, me, I don't Mark know. Marc-Andrea, Maurizzi? Marc-Andrea, Maurizzi, Garamian, Godzuri. I mean, also. But you actually seeded for the final? Not at all. I'm okay. seeded for the last 16. No, no, but I mean by rating. If you're... You're number two? Jules is the only one higher rated than you. Yeah, I'm number two, yeah. So That's if I, I play, mean, and you're not getting cup of privileges yet, but you can just yeah, you know, <laughs> of course yeah. No, but if I, if I play against Jules, it's a very good news because it will be in the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Lagarde is playing there. I mean, all the top guys except <laughs> top three, <laughs> so <laughs> or, or top one, two, MVL, Aliesa, and I think it's number four now, Baco. I mm -hmm. think Jules is number three. So. Yeah, it's a ni nice place in French Alps, Peter. Yeah, I was, in the, I was in the French Alps uh, a couple of months ago. Um, yeah, we went there yet. together. So, I'm, I'm... No, uh, yeah, I was there even uh, yeah. late, later. But yeah, yeah. No, nice place. I... Yeah, so it will be nice. And uh, envy you that a bit. It's a knockout to event, but whatever happens, I'm staying there. So <laughs> even if I lose in in two days, I will stay there for one week. Ten days actually. <laughs> So yeah, nice, uh, nice holidays. If I lose and if I win, it's nice. Always nice to win. Not bad. Let's see. We will follow. But on sort of on important tournaments clashes. Well, as far as I understand, you're no longer the world chess tennis champion, correct? Yeah, but that's. Uh, I mean, I only won once. I played once and won once in 2018. Oh, since Okay, you're doing the Fisher thing. You think you haven't been dethroned, so you're the actual champion. Actually, it's, the, the, the dates are always uh, very poor for me. 
I mean, okay. like now I was playing the world. It was during the World Cup, so I couldn't really. Uh -huh. Who is the uh, new champion? Oh, the... it's Mazé won like uh, almost every in, time since. In your own unbiased opinion, if you had a chess tennis match with Mazé, who will be the favorite? I mean, I beat him in 2018, but now I'm most likely uh, going to lose unless I beat him very quickly in chess. Oh, okay, so you're. But you're much better in chess now than in 2018. That's true as well. And he's not, uh, and but he's much better at tennis. probably got weaker in chess. Yeah, but he improved at tennis quite a lot, actually. He's playing more, I think he's, I can, we can assume that he's playing more tennis than chess. But, but how is it it works? So if you do well in, in tennis, can you win the match like this or you don't only get a time advantage for the chess thing? No, 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 you play both at the same time. So you play like it's 18 points match in tennis and uh -huh. 15 minutes game uh, in chess. So you play five minutes chess, then you go six point tennis. Five minutes chess, six point tennis. Five minutes chess, six point tennis. Oh, so basically, it. if you win 18 0 in, uh, in tennis, then basically you have to mate without the opponent spending any time. Yeah, or without which is not possible. Yeah, yeah no, so. Okay. So, yeah. well, as soon as you get one point in tennis, how much time do you have to spend on your chess to win? Five minutes, less than five minutes. Ah, so then uh, against... Yeah, I mean, you get 15 against 15, so... Mm -hmm. But you're saying there is quite some tennis players which I would get zero points against in, in tennis out of 18. Yeah, a lot. Who? No, let's say I, play, I cannot play tennis, basically. You, against a strong tennis player, you will lose all 18 points, right? Unless he makes a mistake. I mean, I played against a Brazilian guy was top thousand in the world in tennis so uh -huh. i lost I, he was 15-3 i mean he's making some slight mistake i'm like let's say i'm 1800 so he's probably 24 2500 so that's yeah i'm scoring some points but by, no, i'm by just trying accident. to understand how how, how 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 random tennis is in that sense and you're saying against a top thousand player you will get some points yeah i mean i got three <laughs> So, but he was a bit, uh, he was older than when he was uh, top thousand. So, it was ex top thousand. So, now, by now, yeah, probably. I don't know. So, if Peter plays 100 points of tennis against Nakamura and 100 bullet games, <laughs> he scores much more tennis. I don't know. I have no clue how he can play tennis, but I like my chances better than there than bullet. That much I can say. Yeah. And I cannot play. But anyway, okay. No, but I'm not sure, actually. Maybe I'm saying just bullshit, actually. I never played the top 1,000. Probably I'm scoring zero, yeah? I, I, I mean, it was it used to be. I mean, he was, was there like 15, 15 years ago. So you played him 15 years after his active career? Yeah. That could have, could have helped. <laughs> yeah, but still. No, of course, I'm sure it's still good, but it's not top 1,000 then. Yeah, it's not well, we, we used to have chess football events. No, probably I'm going zero, actually. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Denmark, also, if they try to play it safe, uh, not to have you score. It sounds hard to believe, no? Like, yeah, that's true. No, we we had these chess football events in Denmark some some twenty years ago, and at some point there was a guy who played some chess, but also had been a professional football player in Greece. And while he didn't take it very seriously, you could see that when he chose to take it seriously. Was completely different level of understanding of where to position himself. It's impossible to defend him, uh, despite that he was getting older and less fit and so on. So, I don't know. 
but or maybe it's just me who can't defend but uh, could be yeah on a similar note i'm still leading in my 1000 games match against etienne gardet 43-0 i'm cruising okay any has he improved in his understanding of the queen's gambit or how does it go it's hit and miss hit and miss last game was uh, was okay he went d5 e6 not f6 bishop e7 but yeah then if i test again in a couple games let's see because <clears throat> yeah it's also the long-term memory with black it's tough for him with white he's much stronger let's say you take back on d5 what will he recapture with it's 50 50 that's or? always a big question but I th i've mentioned plenty he should take with the pawn i think for now for now he would do it banjo yeah with white uh, it just makes a giant giant difference maybe not in the result but being able to get out of the opening when you don't know very much with white you normally can if you i don't know cover your pawns and develop your pieces where with black you need some specific knowledge at least when i'm trying to ask questions so it's really very different very different game with white or black also in simmels it's for a reason you always want white in every game no it might mean it makes such a big difference because you can yeah. just win out of the opening while with black until you attack something against a 1500 600 player it can take a long time what what is the german and french traditions there because in denmark It's clear we play with uh, alternating colors. While here, uh, I mean, yeah. in Lithuania, it, it's known that you will always have white. For instance, if you see Kasparov playing Simuls, he will always have white. While, I mean, I've played some Simuls here and they give me all whites and uh, I get ridiculed by some Danes who says, come on, this is ridiculous. I know, we, I oh. always got white in all my Simuls. Yeah, same here. And I don't request it. It's just how it's done. Yeah. No, I understand that it's no, maybe it's just Larsen in Denmark who said, I will play whatever color you, you want. It doesn't matter. And, uh, okay, B6, B3. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the, yeah, no. Yeah, the Spassky stuff where he says, you know, of course, he's white in every board. And he says, I play E4 on all the boards. So you see the guy. <laughs> you see all the guys playing the first move, you know. He's saving one <laughs> then, round of walking. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's just uh, shaking hands, you know, <laughs> and the guy plays the move. And, you know, it's so funny. Yeah. So the guy yeah. plays the first move, he's playing his first move as well, and then Spassky is coming. So that's, that's yeah. great, I think. I always try to mix D4, E4, or C4. Yeah, now. me too. Yeah, but I loved it, actually. And of uh, course, because the tougher guys, I don't play e4, so it's uh, some disrespect if I play e4. I just <laughs> try to play Magnus Prep these days. I don't play anything else. I should Fair enough. But uh, on this topic of Spassky, I think the online maybe was it uh, this chess historian Urkan published uh, a bit from an interview with uh, yeah, Spassky's son, and he was basically talking about uh, that Spassky was kind of lazy. It gave such a French impression to me, Luang. But uh, I mean that. Uh, No. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard that. Yeah. No, very sympathetic, actually. But yeah, no, I saw. I saw them. I saw. I saw that he visited the Hall of Fame. I think in the interviews, mm -hmm. maybe. And uh, yeah, he didn't get disturbed. I mean, it was nothing to. Let's say in France, it was not such a big thing to. I mean, nobody knew Spassky. Who was Spassky? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that was a nice, nice interview. This boy oh, junior. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Just for the record, Peter is saying laziness is a typical French trait, and Laurent is not protesting. What's going on here? It's uh, he's proud just, of it. Um, it's ra racism, you know. I mean, like I got used to this uh, racist uh, uh, stuff about French. All right. Can, can, can you answer, Peter? Uh, you no, can answer. No. Yeah. No, I don't want to go in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, again, not not generally, but still. Never mind. 
No, no, I just, it's just a joke. So, yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, what's I next on our agenda? It. We have questions from our listeners or scandals Oof. to cover, or I don't know. No? Let's see. We should also mention the Women's World Cup where yeah. the, <coughs> the games are also in full swing. They're already at the semifinals. It's Anna Musichuk against Salimova and Tan Chongyi against Goryachkina. German participant Pates, big fight, eliminated the world champion Zhu and Jun, but lost the tie breaks against Musichuk. Who you got out of the remaining four to win it all? Can I just do it by rating and say Goryachkina? Also, she seems somewhat better uh, with the black pieces against Tan Ji, but um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I was going to go Tan Ji, but she doesn't have a good position with White, yeah. so we'll have to go with Goryachkina. Yeah, mm-hmm. But um, again, just to exemplify how unprepared we are for this podcast, how many is going to qualify for the candidates? <laughs> I saw I some Ukrainian no newsmakers saying free, but I don't think so, because unlike in the open section, the females have... A Grand Prix, right? So I thought it was maybe only one. And I think Goryachkina, she's already qualified, right? But at least we improved. We know that Juven Jun... I mean, I know that Juven Jun is a world champion, which I didn't know uh, six months ago. No, no. In the rules, it says uh, the top three also qualify for the 2024 Women's Candidates Tournament. Oh, then uh, my, the Ukrainian newspaper is right and I'm wrong. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Could be. Maybe there's no rating spot then or something like that. Okay. Ah, so then basically three out of these four is gonna gonna qualify. And if Goryashkina is already qualified, maybe that's it. Why Goryashkina is qualified with rating? Or? She didn't qualify from the women's Grand Prix. I mean, I don't. We have I don't. zero clue. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Jan is just trying to stay silent, so he at least does. No, I don't know. You don't know. Fair enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't sound like a very trustworthy source on it. After no, not absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, okay. We will see, maybe that's a cliffhanger for the next episode. Maybe we'll have read the rules before that. Very exciting, yeah. although somewhat unlikely. But, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Always a lot of complaints in the comments, so we don't know the rules, and normally they're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I then, don't. Know. Yeah. Well, do you read the rules? No, you... Well, we don't play anymore. But uh... I was actually wondering, serious question. In rapid chess, what happens when you make an illegal move? You don't lose, right? You get a time punishment? Or I, did that. Oh, I no. did that. I did that one month ago. So you get a time punishment, which is... Now it's a quiz. What do you think? I think it's you get... Two minutes subtracted, unless you're below a certain number, then your opponent gets two minutes. But I have no clue. That's just not, a guess. Not at all. Not your at opponent all. gets uh, one minute extra, whatever. One minute extra, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, only one minute extra. Second illegal move is losing the game. No, okay. I took the rules no. since I'm making illegal moves these days. But hmm? yeah, but that's new. Earlier you used to lose, which ah, seems yeah. to be a bit rough in a way, right? But what but happens? Oh, I mean, no. if you make an illegal move, do your opponent have to spot it immediately or can he spot it at any time during the game? That's just... Uh, just, just uh, You're asking way too much. 
to me. Yeah, but it's also a bit relevant because, I mean, if they have to spot it immediately, it actually starts becoming a decent equi, uh, sort of yeah. EV yeah, move yeah. To, to cheat if the punishment is only, you know, a minute penalty or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, actually, yeah. it's a minute penalty. Uh, no, I didn't get a minute penalty. He got well, one minute extra. It could have helped me. But also, so, I mean, at these kind of events, there is computers who would detect illegal moves, I hope. So maybe it's not possible. Also, most grandmasters, they will spot if you make an illegal move. Yeah. So I'm not sure that's such yeah. a value play. Yeah. No, I mean, then we, we talk in the face where you're basically down to one second. But maybe that happens extremely rarely in a way. But I, I get your point. If you suddenly... Yeah, especially if it's 15 plus 10. It's yeah, really then of course very it makes very little uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I would, probably I will be talking Armageddon where pieces are flying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where are the rules there? Laurent Blitz? I think it's the same. Same? Just a minute? I would really think so. Okay. No, I'm asking. I really don't know. I mean, like in rapid, I got I got this case. So, <laughs> I mean, actually, the, the arbiter was French, so you can uh, deduct wh- whatever you like. But <laughs> still, how how he did it? But your opponent was French too. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. Actually, the main arbit uh, arbiter of the World Cup is French. Amazing. So, so, so that's so, why Ali Reza yeah. is the big winner. Yeah. <laughs> and his name is Laurent. Oh. That's yeah. a rare name, no? Who are the top Laurents in the world? You, Laurent Blanc? <laughs> Who else is there? Laurent Blanc is a good one. Uh, Laurent Blanc is a good one. Yes. I don't know. Of course you know. No, I don't know. No. Laurent Fignon. Laurent Fignon. Ah, yeah, Laurent Fignon. Famous cyclist. <laughs> okay, please. Laurent Perrier, great water Laurent company. Yeah. Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> no, this is... <laughs> oh, there's a restaurant Laurent in Bat Oldeslo. No, I don't think there's, there's, there's many famous Laurent. I don't think so. Actually, no, I don't think I so. Think there's a lot of... Uh... Laurent Schwarz. Oh, there's Laurent Blanc and Laurent Schwarz. Interesting. So <laughs> both white and black. That's what turned you into chess. French mathematician. Pierre Alphonse Laurent, another French mathematician. Uh, Laurent Chalabert, of course. Laurent Chalabert. Laurent, so. Prince of Belgium. <laughs> not that many. Yeah, no, it's no. not. No. Stop it's a like... very old. Like, I mean, you, you don't call your baby Laurent anymore. Hmm. You don't call your, ki- your kids Laurent. I mean, it's not happening. Also, there's no Laurent that sort of sweeps it all and just says this is the yeah. most famous Laurent. There's a lot of candidates, yeah. but no I Except me. But you can bring it back, no? Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I'm not necessarily like it very much. But... Laurent Bourgeois, choreographer and rapper from French dance duo Les Twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, next. Okay. We, will, we will check the regulations for the next <laughs> time. There's also, will do it. there's also Dick Laurent, a fictional character in Lost Highway by David Lynch. Okay, moving on. I, I, I think I, I prefer the Fidesz segment to that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like the Twilight Vampire Laurent. Um, okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done, I promise. Just one more. Okay, next we have to talk about more unpleasant, serious topics. Right before the show, I read this, I think it was a blog post on Leeches. I'm not sure mm-hmm. who wrote it. I couldn't 
concede that they no longer are collaborating, if I'm paraphrasing, but that's how I understood it, with the St. Louis Chess Club and the U.S. Chess Federation. And yeah, that detailed the Ramirez case, which I guess we're we're all aware of. Although, frankly, I haven't heard much recently, so I'm not sure if what I'm about to say is, is official or if this is just speculation. With, with the Ramirez case, what's the final status? Because I had heard there was some sort of agreement, or agreement might be the wrong word, um, but the status quo was that he was leaving chess but there was no legal action. Is that is that a thing, or am I making that up? I'm I'm being careful here because I really don't know. I haven't heard the latest. I you might have seen a random tweet like that, but it's not yeah, yeah. Maybe I just read something. I think he was banned from UHS, and he tried to play somewhere. Which I Again, mean, was I'm basing most of my knowledge on, on on tweets I can't remember. But I also thought recently that he was playing in some event, maybe yeah. South America. But yeah, exactly. They said that, that some. You know, online group of mothers started complaining. Yeah, exactly. He was kicked out. I have zero verification. In Mexico. For this, so I'm, yeah, uh, no, no. I saw. I saw the tweet as well. He, yeah. he tried to play in Mexico. Played the first game even, and there was some uh, uh, big protest to kick him out, and he, he left after the first round. Okay, which is I mean, so he, he realized he wasn't welcome in the chess world, which is probably good, but brazen. Yeah, so to play no, if there was this uh, agreement that, uh, or once again, agreement might be the wrong word, that he should leave the chess world then to play a tournament. <coughs> I think he, he was banned for life from US chess, so it means that he cannot occupy any any positions there. But okay, but that doesn't mean much, does it? <laughs> yeah, but it's good. It's it's good to see that he's not welcome into the chess world anymore. Well, you can argue that it's not so good that it has to be. Initiatives by mothers at events who are actually getting kicked out. Not our, that we are, I mean, we can all say that we are not capable of handling this. Mothers has to do it by themselves, which is a bit too much, perhaps. I don't know if the FIDE ethics, uh, you know probably more than us uh, on that, Peter? Yeah. FIDE commission of uh, well, ethics FIDE, or whatever FIDE is doing something is, or not? I it's so. public only after, I think, uh, things has happened in a way. So... Uh, I, I don't know. It could be, but also, I mean, from what we heard there, it st strikes me at, well, some other things. Well, they should be handled within the chess world, but I also had uh, the severity to be handled uh, without the chess, uh, on the outside of the chess world. But I don't remember the, the actual details, but that was my impression. Yeah. I, I, I would really think so. That it should, yeah. I mean, so, like, um, from, from what I read, I mean, it was. Mm -hmm. It should be that inside the chess world and also in... Yeah, in, 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 but of course, there could be problems outside. with that. Uh, it um, takes some time. Yeah, yeah. yeah also that, uh, I, I don't know when the cases happened, if they are still, uh, you know, within yeah. the, the, the yeah, thresholds exactly. of time. And so I'm, I'm not into the details of that. Yeah. But also, well, Jan was saying that, well, this lead chess is actually not about that article. No, no, it's I was just, I mean, it's, it's about both. But yeah, I didn't know this about... Ramirez trying to play, play yeah. in Mexico. It's, it's it's quite yeah, quite surprising or quite shocking that he would have the the juspe, no after after what transpired. Uh, also to play in Mexico as an hispano hablante is not keeping that low a profile. So yeah, I guess I saw on good. Twitter that apparently was hoping that uh, the story it came out in English a lot 
and that they were yeah. not aware. But yeah, I mean, that's just yeah, uh, that sounds sure. sounds weird in a way. He's also yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, he that's, thought. That's uh, I, don't know. I don't know what he thought. I mean, okay, we are in, living in a different world, so yeah. I don't know what he was thinking about. But um, yeah, no, but... No, well, chess is his what he's been doing professionally his whole life. Maybe he needs it uh, in a way, which but it's not not a relevant factor a, at all. I'm just trying yeah. to say, well, it'll, you know, if he has not stopped, it would be typical to try and and do it in, in some way, or well, hopefully others would uh, choose to disappear fully. Uh, Generally, shouldn't be up to them if if the allegations is, is true, right? Um, but no, that was kind of shocking. But it seemed like someone took the the matter in their own hands, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no. Leicester's statement was very harsh and uh, well, I would say sort of uh, very new in the chess world, right? I mean, they actually simply decided to cut any kind of cooperation with uh, two quite major institutions. Yeah, because of this is a broke up with a new story. About uh, Gaev, they mentioned uh, Gaev, who uh, supposedly uh, harassed a couple of, or more than harassed, so some aggression of couple of women, and they said that well, uh, U.S. Chess and uh, the club of San Luis were kind of inform of that and they didn't do not anything but or very slowly i i don't know what was uh, exactly there but um well they didn't do enough that's for sure or uh, maybe nothing i don't know so yeah they claimed that uh, it was not a normal of course it's not uh, it's not normal i mean uh, and uh, they decided to to stop any collaboration with uh, both of them, US Chess and St. Louis Chess Club? Yeah, for some context, Timur Gareyev, he's been playing for the US and I guess living there for a long time now. He might be best known, he's a good grandmaster, but he might be best known for his blindfold yeah. exhibitions, I think. He holds the world record in most blindfold games played at a time and also I'm paraphrasing I don't have the article here but I think at least two um, women came forward saying that he restricted them with force physically and yeah then then kissed them even though yeah they told him they told him to stop and yeah there were some other things specified in that in that story. And, yeah, I don't recall the details about the knowledge of U.S. chess and or St. Louis of that, but clearly Lee Chess expressed disappointment with with their reactions and decided not to cooperate with these institutions because, yeah, they didn't seem so sound trustworthy, according to the Lee Chess post in how that was handled. So, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> Kudos to Leeches for taking a stand. I have no no knowledge actually. I didn't know, or I think someone told me some days or some some days ago that there was this Gareyev thing. I hadn't I hadn't even even heard about that. But yeah, it's it's always shocking to get these these news. I mean, I knew Gareyev a bit. You run into him here and there. I guess he yeah. was what you would describe as 
as eccentric, always colorfully dressed, always seemed very edgy, some nervous energy. I think he was also drinking quite a bit, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't aware he had, he had that, that in him. But then again, yeah, I guess you never are till you, till you hear the stories. Yeah. No, I didn't know at all. I mean, I, I actually, I, I, I said hi at the, at the World Cup. I knew him a bit. I played him a few times. I play in the World Cup right now, no? Yeah, he played in the World Cup. I mean, I, I clearly remember that I met him in the outside and I said hi. And uh, okay, I didn't know the guy, so I just, so I just hi, uh, shook hands, and that's it. But uh, yeah, it's always a big, big shock and um, and surprise. And it's uh, well, it's uh, can be only positive. Is this uh, stories are going out? Uh, because it's not uh, it's not normal, it's of course, and it's shocking. And apparently, yeah, and US chess kept they, they, they took some s- sanctions, but uh, it was it remained secret uh, apparently. So yeah, that's not normal at all. Uh, of course, uh, everyone uh, should know about it, and we should get. Uh, I was banned. banned from playing in the U in the US yeah. events or something. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, quite exactly. It's what it's what it's what I understood from from the from the post. And well, it's not. You, sh- you should give the case to Fide, uh, even to I mean, to to some court. I don't know. It's not simply not normal. Ah, he was banned in the US for one year and it expired in July 2023. Well, yeah. I, I and was, nobody knew about it. This is in the past, yeah. I, I, I literally yeah. never heard about Yeah, so I never heard about it as well. It's, it's just amazing, actually, that we... I mean, we are into the chess world. I mean, like... But I was planning to skip... Also, not just, not just us here, yeah, but uh, for women yeah. to have the info, I mean, to maybe tread carefully around that guy. I mean, we, we should have that stuff. Of course. Yeah. No, I was planning to skip the, the feeder segment here while, while Magnus is playing. But I think, well, I kind of like what Liches is doing, although it shouldn't be like that. But, well, I guess, do we trust feeder or any other federation to actually do something to make them feel secure enough? Do you have this feeling in the chess world that if we tell someone, they will take action? I think that's a huge part of the problem as well, that there is um, no real trust in that these things get handled. And... Uh, well, it's interesting. It should come that, from Fide. It should it's, come from Fide for sure. It's and, interesting. And it that doesn't. Is, no, that, but well, that's what I meant earlier. That there is no proper policing of these kind of things. We don't trust that there is an entity who will actually take the responsibility to that. Uh, people can feel safe. That there is, if people want to bring up forward a case, where would you actually go? That strikes me as, I mean, would you... I actually, in fun, I mean, we, we, I think we talked about this, but it was not recorded and we deleted it, but I told mm-hmm. you that. I think yeah. the French Chess Federation is doing something great. They have some uh, uh, partnership with some association and, um, well, actually, uh, you are sure that you, you can talk to some some people who are used to deal with that and can help you and it remains completely secret. So I think that's a good thing and I think FIDE uh, should follow the, uh, that example. That's, uh, it's nicer so to have some advice from uh, outsider who are used to deal with such. Well, and it should be separate from the, the those who are in, in, in political power because then you would always exactly. start wondering about such things. Yeah. But um, Anyway, um, but... That's well, sad. 
Yeah, that's why, I mean, it's of course not great that leeches feels that they have to take the case in their own hands. But it's also interesting that uh, some of the big players in the chess world who are, well, I understand perhaps, I don't know if Lee Chess is a huge financial entity, but it's a huge factor in the in the chess world of chess.com, even much more so, obviously. But that if actually these players start taking these things into their own hand is, is quite interesting and perhaps uh, necessary if we have given up hope that these things will be solved with uh, those who actually should be doing it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I think it's just uh, interesting and very noteworthy. Certainly better than nothing. I mean, it's just uh, much, 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 much better than than nothing. So if Fide doesn't do it, then uh, also, someone else. Again, if he is punished and his uh, ban has uh, run out, it's you know reasonable enough that they get a second chance. On the other hand, also, well, some of these who was involved could, could be playing for for all, all we know and such. It's, it's complicated and perhaps not dealt with properly. The same with, I mean, if Ramirez gets only a ban uh, within the United States, if the accusation against him is, is true, it seems like too mild, uh, in, in my opinion. It's, uh, it's a very complicated topic, but I'm not sure it's being treated properly. And should definitely be public. I mean, the sanction about Gaev, nobody knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, exactly as Jan said, I mean... Uh, it might change some, uh, you know, uh, yeah. so some 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 women might might be more, much much more careful uh, with him. Generally, ban should be public. Yes, uh, I think it should be public for sure. As protective as well as uh, education. I mean, people less will do it in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough about this that subject. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just uh, just upsetting. I don't have easy solutions, and yeah, I don't want to make it about <laughs> it's it's all all on feeder. But I agree, I'm most upset with that we and especially potential victims don't don't hear, hear about this stuff, and that it then comes out randomly when the when the ban is already expired and the guy is yeah out there playing playing in tournaments i mean for instance i understand it's probably delicate legally how to handle it and so on but i mean it's it's also wrong yeah yeah but then solve these legal problems because they are less important than protecting people i mean the ramirez thing i heard about perhaps like half a year before this one never heard before Uh, oh really you heard about it i never no I'm always the last one to. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, some of that was going quite, quite some years back. So, but it's well. I, I, I'm only mentioning for that this rumor. I've never, never picked uh, up on in, in, in any way. Uh, and it was quite also from what we know. This is not uh, <clears throat> belittled by any means, but it's maybe not on the scale of what. Uh, Ramirez did or Gareev maybe wasn't as much out there, but yeah, it doesn't doesn't mean it shouldn't be out there. But yeah, I I also <laughs> hadn't heard anything about this, but doesn't mean anything. I guess that's the problem that people aren't aware. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but definitely it doesn't sound uh, the same scale. Yeah, I mean that's that's for sure. But uh, yeah, doesn't yeah, I, I fully agree. Doesn't diminish and should be punished for sure. It should be known. 
as well should be published. All right. On that heavy topic, we'll end today's episode. Magnus Carlsen currently has a, I guess, slightly better but drawish end game against Gukesh. We did we'll make a tiny bit better, but looks drawn against Abasov. Dominguez against Fabi is a complicated middle game. And Pragnananda versus Arjun. Looks like Prak has a little pressure on no? some symmetrical yeah. Yeah, structure. He's just reading the engine evaluations, right? I agree with him fully. No, I, I understand. I can't expertly judge the positions like, like Laurent. But in my defense, <laughs> uh, I did say the 0-11 position was drawn and the minus 0-18 position I, was drawn. I, I, I saw you put in some personal touch there. I agree. So I was almost trying to praise you. The knight on b6 is misplaced yeah. in the Egezi game. Always this. And Tan Shangi is closer to equality against Goryachkina. So maybe our pre show favorite can still make it. Big comeback. Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chicken Chess Club. Do something, I don't know. If, uh, subscribe, there might be a new episode next month or not on um, whatever podcast service or YouTube. <laughs> it's still possible. <laughs> we, we've given up. Who are we kidding? Do whatever you like. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.